So based on what we explored in the last few chapters, that if we have our head on straight and we remember how much we want to have a relationship with God, that assures that on the one hand, we don't stray far. On the other hand, we commit to Hashem's will. Now Tanya wraps up this section. As of tomorrow, we move into an entirely new section of Tanya. It says like this, In light of above, it's understood why Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe, Moses, tells the generation about to enter the Holy Land. He says, I want you to read the Shema twice every day. <clears throat> what is it about Shema that we read? And why do we have to do it twice? And that is because the prayer of Shema is acknowledging the kingdom of heaven, even with self-sacrifice. The Shema teaches us to be willing to give our lives up for Hashem's name. Now you have to ask yourself, why would Moshe have to get them to be willing to go through martyrdom if he already told them that and promised them that Hashem will lay the fear and dread of you on the inhabitants of the land? They had no reason to fear anybody. So why would they have to be mindful of giving their life up to Hashem? And here's a powerful point. In the words of the Tanya, Because the fulfillment of the Torah and its commandments depends, it's contingent, on one's being being constantly aware of the readiness to surrender the life to God for the sake of the unity. In other words, because living every day committed to Torah mitzvahs demands an incredible amount of mindfulness so that their awareness will be fixed permanently in the heart and will not depart from the memory night or day, because that's the only way to withstand the evil temptation, that demands an incredible amount of sacrifice. So when Moshe Rabbeinu sang Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, and then he says, V'ahavta Hashem Elokecha, love God your God, v'chalavavcha v'chalnafshecha, with the entire heart, with the entire soul, v'chalmaodecha, even, even if it means giving your life up. He's not only, and not necessarily talking about giving your life up by giving the neck to the sword, heaven forbid. Saying, give, a, give up your desires. Give up the impulse. Give yourself over to something bigger than you and do what Hashem asks. The greatest Messiris Nefesh, we've been told, the greatest act of self-sacrifice is not dying for God. It's living for God. Our generation, despite its challenges, most of us are not being challenged you know, to die as a Jew. We're not being forced to baptize or to convert or being killed just for being Jewish. In previous generations, that was unfortunately the norm. Today, for most of us, that's not the norm. Today, the challenge is to live in the Nefesh, to live with commitment. And that's, in a way, much harder because it's a daily struggle to keep ourselves mindful. That's why we need Shema every day and the evening, every few hours, to remind ourselves, guys, let's stay focused. Let's remember why we are here and what the intention of everything we do is. And only through that can we stay focused. And with that, we wrap up this section that, let's say, was from chapter 17, 18 till 25. And tomorrow we embrace what I call the psychological part of Tanya. It's a nine-chapter section of absolutely mind-blowing ideas that can be so applied in day-to-day living 
of how to deal with depression, how to deal with self-awareness. I look forward to explore this next few chapters with you.